Hey, it's time to start making plans to attend the premier true crime event of the year, CrimeCon UK. CrimeCon is the world's number one true crime event, and if you're fascinated by all things true crime, you won't want to miss it. CrimeCon UK will be held on June 10th and 11th at the Leonardo Royal Hotel Tower Bridge in London. What is CrimeCon? CrimeCon is part education, part advocacy, part discovery, and 100% fun when you attend with your true crime obsessed friends. Don't have true crime obsessed friends or family? No problem. You'll find your tribe at CrimeCon UK. Attendees say that CrimeCon was not only the best weekend of their entire year, but they left with a great experience and new friends. Over CrimeCon weekend, you'll get up close and personal with true crime experts, learn from advocates for justice, and rub elbows with true crime stars and celebs, like documentary filmmakers, investigators, and podcasters involved with some of the most talked about true crime cases today. In the breakout sessions, you will delve deeper into cases and hear real life stories directly from survivors and victims' families. And you won't want to miss one of the most popular features of CrimeCon, Podcast Row, where you'll meet all your favorite true crime podcasters and YouTubers from around the world. I'll be there again to meet you all, and I can't wait. So get your tickets today and mark your calendars for June 10th and 11th in London. Go to crimecon.co.uk to get more information and register. Use my offer code onceupon for discounted tickets. CrimeCon UK, the ultimate true crime event. This podcast details true crime cases. It contains adult themes and may contain descriptions of violence. It is not intended for children. Listener discretion is advised. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Once Upon a Crime. We're back. So we just had one week off, but I was so looking forward to this episode that it felt like a whole month. Okay, we're going to have some fun. And at the same time, we're going to rock your world. And once again, my co-host and partner in crime is Mr. Leroy Luna, the host of the always entertaining and enlightening podcast, Excuse Me, That's Illegal. Hey, Leroy. Hey, it's great to be back that, uh, you know, we recorded the other one a week ago and uh, a week just flew by. Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So for those of you who didn't listen to the last episode, and by the way, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, Leroy, gives, <laughs> we talked talk to Leroy a little bit about his podcast. And um, 
What he does on Excuse Me, That's Illegal is he gives us a hardcore look at softcore crime. Did I nail that, Leroy? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That, nice. was, that was smooth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was segues, right? That, 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 that's when you know you're professional in this business. When you can segue. Oh, big time. <laughs> I just released an episode like a day ago. It's called What a Dummy. And uh, it's about a couple people who they're obsessed with mannequins uh, that, you know, they fall in love with these store mannequins. And uh, yeah, there's there's some messed up people. It it was it was pretty funny. So that's a thing. I was funny, but just just the, you know, the fact that people are into that kind of thing. It's always amusing. Did you know there was a movie called Mannequin like back in the 80s, maybe early 90s? Did you ever hear about that one? Yeah, I I never saw that, though. Or at yeah, least I, I don't mean, remember it. Part of it, it was like it was like that. It was like this guy. I don't know if he falls in love with the mannequin, but something about a mannequin that comes to life, but then it turns back into a mannequin, and it's like this girl that <laughs> he's into or something. It was really weird. I don't remember the whole you know premise of it, but I remember yeah. it was something about this mannequin coming to life, but then she would turn back into a mannequin or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, there was a more recent movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Her, I think it was called. I don't know if it was a mannequin. He, he falls in love with something uh, that's not real. Or there's another yeah. one, uh, Lars and the Real Girl or something. I think oh it was a Ryan. Go- was, was it Ryan Gosling? So I don't remember who's in that, but I remember watching that and it was so weird. <laughs> was that a mannequin? I didn't see it. I just no, it, was a blow up. it was one of those blow up dolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> close enough. And he brings her like like it's his girlfriend and they play, have to play along with it because he's kind of crazy. And they're trying to like, you know, play. I, it's weird. It's it, it is yeah. worth that one watching. It's it's pretty it's pretty strange. But that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Watch that movie. Don't listen to my podcast. Just go watch that yeah. movie. You'll probably be more entertained. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's much more handsome. If he's even so, in it. I don't even know if it was. <laughs> so I have to ask really quick about the, the mannequin episode. So there's crimes involved in this, right? Is that is that yeah. correct? Well, the weird thing is. um. Well, this guy, he would break into businesses and steal the mannequins, which it's like, okay, that's one thing. If you're, you know, if you want to have sexual relations with a mannequin, like you could just order it and do it from the comfort of your home. But this guy, I I guess that was part of his thing was he wanted to rescue them. I don't know. He had a hero complex, maybe. Oh, there you go. (laughs) And, And there was another guy who got drunk and stole one from a lingerie store. I think he was just, he was just horny. He couldn't pick anyone up at the bar. So, you know, she wasn't going to say no. <laughs> oh, this one was, it was wearing stiletto heels and had these, I don't know. It, it was, well, you have one, to listen to the episode. It's one way to get a date, but it, you know, uh, we're recording this on Friday. So I'm saying if it was going out today, people would maybe have an idea what to do on the weekend if they were lonely, but yeah, <laughs> hopefully not that lonely. Exactly. <laughs> God. So this month we're having a lot of fun with true crime. How? Um, by giving you stories of ridiculous crimes and off the wall criminals, first of all. But we're also playing with the April Fool's theme by trying to fool each other, um, not with pranks, but by seeing if Leroy and I can stump each other's true crime knowledge. Are we experts or are we just talking heads? You make the call. So this time we're going to test our serial killer knowledge and you, the listeners, can play along. This is a game that I've been wanting to play since my good friend Brianna introduced it on her podcast way back in the day called Murder Dictionary. That was uh, one of my favorite podcasts back in the day, Brianna. There's a lot of episodes there, but I think it's on hiatus now. 
Um, but yeah, they would play this game, metal or murder. Because Brianna, like me, she's a big, uh, you know, music fan. And she knows a lot of like underground bands and all this kind of stuff. She's she's totally cool. I'm not, you know, I'm nothing like that. But she <laughs> so she got she got me really interested in playing this game. And I asked her a while back if I could like kind of rip it off. She said, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So this is why we're playing Metal or Murder. So the game Metal or Murder goes like this. I'll be reading quotes to Leroy. And he'll have to guess whether they're actual quotes from serial killers or infamous killers, or if they're lyrics from metal or rock songs, basically. So you get the idea? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And yeah, you, luckily you have a super cool co-host here who's really into the whole uh, heavy metal scene. No, I'm, I don't really know much. And I, uh, I thought about studying some, but I was like, yeah, I'll just go with my yeah. instincts on this. Yeah, you got the instincts. Yeah, because it's it it can yeah it can be difficult, even if you know anything, which you know, most of us don't. I was going to ask you that. So, do you have a lot of serial killer knowledge? And you said you don't have metal metal music knowledge. So, I guess the question is, how strong do you feel going into this challenge? I'm feeling pretty confident. I I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I've I don't know if the knowledge sticks in my head. I have basic knowledge of of the heavy hitters. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know about quotes, though, if they really stick in my head. Yeah. So it'll be I, interesting to see. Yeah, there's there's some that, you know, I think that um, you can maybe guess, like, just because of the tone of them. And there's others that I'm, I, I was like, I had to look. I was like, is that right? Did they really say that? <laughs> and then there's some crazy ass, you know, metal lyrics, of course, as you know. Let's play metal or murder. Okay. So let's see. Uh, what do I want to start with here? In the end, we all die. Nothing really matters. Is that a quote from a serial killer or a killer or a lyric to a song? Uh, that that sounds like Richard Ramirez or something. I, I'm going to say that's a serial killer quote. Oh, my God. You totally nailed it. That was Richard Ramirez. Oh, it was? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Okay. If you believe you've lived your life the right way, then you do not have nothing to fear. Metal or murder? I feel like I've heard that before. I'm going to say murder. You're right. And uh, take a guess. Let's see, if, let's see how good you are. Oh, wait. <laughs> what, can you repeat that? Yes. If you believe you've lived your life the right way, then you do not have nothing to fear. Uh, that's uh, Bundy. I don't know. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> John- of course. Yeah. Can't stand the guy. <laughs> Must have heard it on a documentary or something. Okay. Because I can't reason with men and mortal fools. They will die hard. Metal or murder? Uh, are we going to have three murderers in a row? Probably not. I'm going to say metal. Yep, it's metal. It's a little poetic, but mm, slightly so. Yeah, that means that was a, a song called Die Hard by Venom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretending I know that. <laughs> Yeah, that one rocks. <laughs> Real bopping tune. Yeah. Devil horns. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Here's another one. If hell is what awaits me, I feel no fright. Oh man. Uh I feel like that would be a killer. I'm gonna say murder. Nope. Metal. Got one wrong so far. Ah, nice. That is, uh, if hell is what awaits me, I feel no fright. That is lyrics from a song called Call from the Grave by Bathory. 
Bathory. Oh, yeah. That's what I've heard that song so many times. It just felt like a, a killer quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here's a good one. <clears throat> when this monster entered my brain, I will never know, but it is here to stay. Jeffrey Dahmer? So you're saying it's a murder? Unless there's a, is there a heavy metal band called Jeffrey Dahmer? That would be controversial, probably, right? <laughs> oh, man, I should have looked that up. I could have stumped you. I could have... <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you have been both right and wrong. Yeah, yeah when I'm... this monster entered my brain, I will never know, but it is here to stay. Metal or murder? Okay, so I'll say murder. Murder. That's Dennis Rader. BTK. BTK, yeah. <laughs> Now, this is the rest of the quote, just just out of, you know, just because I thought it was interesting. The rest of the quote goes, how does one cure himself? I can't stop it. The monster goes on and hurts me as well as society. Maybe you can stop him. I can't. Crazy, right? <clears throat> he wrote a lot yeah. of shit after uh, he went to prison. Like, I could never stop talking once he started. Um, you asked me to be blameless, but who are you to decide what's right? Oh. Wow, these are really good because I can see that both ways. Uh, I'll say metal. It's metal. I like that. You asked me to be blameless, but who are you to decide what's right? That's a song called Whitewashed by August Burns Red, which is a very, uh, I think, obscure band I've never heard of. That's yeah, good. that definitely sounds like um, it's, it sounds like something one of those killers could have easily said, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, try to touch the past. Try to deal with the past. It's not real. It's just a dream. <laughs> um, I'll say metal. Murder. Wow. And it's your favorite, Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, wow. Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That yeah. one I hadn't heard before. That was actually I a good quote because he's had some pretty, pretty bad quotes where he's just saying, oh, pornography is what made me do it or, or something ridiculous. You know, it's like yeah. some bullshit he came up with later. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he, then he had that guy. Um, it was like a Christian author or speaker or something that what's his name? Um, the James Dobson. I think it was James Dobson. Like he was you know, pretty well known here. But I think he's the one that went in and did that last interview with him where it was all he was all explaining his actions as how it was all the devil because of pornography that you know when he was young he got into pornography and that caused him to have these dark fantasies and all this stuff and it was so much bullshit yeah that's they try to blame um obviously music uh movies yeah there's a lot of yeah. a lot of blame being placed blame shifting yeah it was weird because it was like a Christian organization. It wasn't like, I'm going to say just this guy, but it's like, that was what they were kind of peddling to like, you know, parents and stuff like, Oh, you know, make sure your kids aren't doing this and that and the other thing. And you know, make sure that, yeah. and then try to try to like, I think that's when all of the, um, what is that? The, uh, the ratings came out on um, the lyrics. Like you have to put them on the albums, like says explicit content or whatever um, on the albums. That? Yeah. That's, that's, while well, you're young, but that started like in the nineties. So it would, yeah. we didn't have that. Well, I know? do. Re I remember my brother wearing one. This was, uh, yeah, it said, uh, parental advisory, explicit lyrics. This was probably like 1995 or 96. He was wearing that. So yeah, obviously it wasn't brand new, but yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Here's one. It's a little bit longer. So 
Existence is a great hall. Life is one of the rooms. Death is passing through the rooms and the ever-existent compulsion of everything is the curiosity to keep moving down the hall, through the doors, exploring rooms, down the never-ending hall. Metal oh, Armada. Yeah. I was picturing, I was putting all this like metal music in the background while you were saying it. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go with metal. That is murder. That is wow. Dylan. Dylan Klebold, one of the uh, Columbine shooters, oh. wrote that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he came up with that yeah. on his own? Interesting. I guess. Very. Okay, here's another one. Uh, good things turn bad. Bad things become good. The people on the earth see it as a battle they can win. Metal or murder. Wow. Yeah, you were right. These are getting harder. Uh, <laughs> you had my confidence up when I got the first one right. Um, I'll say murder. It is. That is also Dylan Klebold. And it's uh, weird when he, he wrote this part, bad be- things become good. The people on the earth and in people he put in quotes. The people on the earth see it as a bell. <laughs> Why is that in quotes? <laughs> like that yeah, was weird. I don't know. He's trying to be cool. <laughs> He's a bit of a poet and he didn't know it. Maybe he didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here's another one. In my mind's eye, my thoughts light fires in your cities. Ooh, cool. Uh, I'll say metal. That is murder. That is Charles <sighs> Manson. And he is a poet, and he did know it. Yep. Yeah. He was a songwriter. Uh, but I think this is one of the crazy interviews he gave. Did you ever watch any of those? from Wade? <laughs> Weren't Prison? they all crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah, um, they were super crazy. I've watched bits and pieces. Um, oh, my God. I don't know if I saw that specific one. Yeah. I remember they did one and it was, and I'm not going to say it was live, but it was, you know, it was one of those, like it's say 20, 20 or 60 minutes or one of those, those shows yeah. that come out in prime time. And it was this whole, like they went into, um, I believe he was, where was he at here? He was here in California from a prison. He was in Chow Chow is the women's prison. He wasn't in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, they went into the prison and um, they did this interview and oh god was it Geraldo? I, Geraldo. <laughs> was there it really? See, I I'm I'm kind of thinking it might have been or he might have done one of them cuz cuz I mean all of his interviews were just crazy. I, he that guy was he's I don't know weird. Uh, but Charles Beth, so he's doing this interview um and I swear to god he must have been in there talking to him for at least an hour. And he is so crazy. And I don't mean in like the mentally ill crazy. He's just crazy. Like he's just yeah. off the wall. He's quirky. He's weird. He's, I think part of it is some mental illness, but it's everything he says is like a word salad, right? Oh, but then yeah. there's, he's got a real like rhythm, rhythm to yeah. him, you know, and he's all like moving around and yeah. yeah. He's like sitting on his, like he's like sitting on the chair, like his feet are under him, like, and then he's bouncing, you know, he's just, he's like, he's like, it's like it's like you have a four-year-old in front of you you know like that kind yeah. of energy and but every once goes, in a while he does he comes up with some some good stuff you know um i guess if you talk that. that much eventually you will yeah but once in a while there'll be a moment of clarity in there and you're like whoa what did you say <laughs> <laughs> yeah really okay here's one why don't you take my mind because you already own my life oh wow uh murder that is metal it's a, wow. a, call, a song called Sick Minds by the Browning. Never heard of them either. No. Okay. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to put a, um, 
a playlist together after this. I know, right? A mixtape. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's one. The throes of insanity feel just like a war inside you every day. Wow. Uh, metal? That is metal. That is uh, Chasing Death by Slayer. I love Slayer. Sounds like oh, a good Slayer. One. Okay, I've heard of Slayer. But... Yeah, yeah, they're more, more mainstream as far as metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got any Metallica or anything? Uh... Yeah, I'm more mainstream. I, I, you know, I'll own it. <clears throat> I'm, I don't know a whole lot of the obscure bands. I have to go to like Justin and Aaron from Gen Y for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like metal snobs. They're like, oh, you listen to that? Like, <laughs> yeah, really. That's cool. You gotta find the you real know. underground stuff. Like, really I don't have real. the time. <laughs> I know, right? Oh God. <clears throat> okay. You cannot kill what you did not create. Ooh, that's good. Uh, that sounds like something a murderer would say. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> The guy from Slipknot is a murderer, which, you know, who knows? That's a song called Duality by Slipknot. I like okay. Slipknot, too. I've heard of uh, Slipknot. There's actually, yeah. like, a there was a kid in my, my son's eight, right? And, um, yeah, there's some greasy kid in his class who came out with, like, a Slipknot shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, your parents must be cool, buddy. Would you like to receive texts from Once Upon a Crime? You can opt in by texting OUAC to 408-676-1770. That's the letters OUAC to 408-676-1770. You'll receive texts alerting you to new episodes, special giveaways, true crime trivia, and more. The information is in the show notes as well as on our website, truecrimepodcast.com. Text messaging is provided by TechSanity.com. Text message rates may apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Okay. Here's another one. What is this that I can see? I see hands taking hold of me for death has come. You all can see. Ooh. Uh, that sounds like an Albert Fish quote. No, I don't know. I'll say murder. <laughs> it is murder, but it sounds like a, it, it rhymes, which is, that was one of the things that I was looking for the lyrics. So I, I can't find things that rhyme because it's going to be too. This one rhymes because it was a poem written by BTK. Oh, and wow. this one was one that was sent to the television station in 1978. One of those things when he was taunting the cops yeah. and the media and stuff like that. Before he okay. sent the floppy disk. You guys can't read a floppy disk, can you? Whatever no, you sure we can. <laughs> <laughs> can't trust anyone these days. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I made my fantasy life more powerful than my real one. Oh, that's a good one. That sounds like it's something a murderer would say. I'd say murder. You're right. Can you take a guess who? In my fantasy oh, I mean, life more powerful than my real one. It could have been any of them, really, right? Yeah. I'll say Dahmer. I don't know why. Nailed oh, really? it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Dahmer. Okay. Powerless, you crawl like pigs, soon to be slaughtered. Ooh. That's definitely Metallica. Love that song. <laughs> what song was that again? Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say metal. Murder. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's metal. Oh my god. And the reason I wanted to read because I just like the the name of the song and the name of the band. The name of the song is Carving Out the Eyes of God. Ooh. And the band the band's name is Goat Whore. Wow. Oh, Goat Whore. <laughs> that's a real that's a I think that's a like black metal band or something. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's way deep. Badass name. Yeah. If any of you guys are a fan, let us know. <laughs> yeah, any what, what goat horror fan. Look like? I would like to know. What do the album covers look like? Yeah. Oh my God. Stay away. I am evil, or you will die by tomorrow. I feel like that's too obvious to be a murder. I'll say metal. Yeah, metal. That's on a night of a full moon by the band Merciful Fate. Mm-hmm. Is there any last ones that I were really good that I didn't say? Satanists don't wear gold. <laughs> Satanists don't wear gold. Uh, it's got that's a killer quote right there. Um, yeah, I'll say killer or murder. Yep. Uh, oh. Take a guess. Who? Uh, your buddy Eddie Kemper. Who is a Satanist? <laughs> I'm giving you a hint. <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> You know, he thought he was God. He didn't think he was Satan. Oh, jeez. He thought yeah, he was that's Jesus. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't think. Oh, Richard Ramirez. Yep, Richard Ramirez. Yep. Satanists don't wear gold. I don't know. Yeah. Um, are you Never heard that one. Emma found that one. I'm like, I hadn't heard that one either. Yeah. So she went down some rabbit holes, probably. Last one. I danced with the devil and almost fell. I felt death's grip and fuck, is it tight? Ooh. Wow, that's that sounds. It couldn't be Richard Ramirez again. <laughs> Fuck, that's tight. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't die. That is metal. Um, Dragged through the inferno by Immortal Disfigurement is the name of the band. Wow. So yeah. So now we now we can just let loose with the expletives there, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is it is you know we are talking about rock and metal, so there's got to be some of that in there, right? <clears throat> it's got to be. <laughs> Okay. 
So that is it for metal or murder. You did pretty good there. I think there was, I didn't keep score. If somebody else did and they could let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. know. I think I was about 50, 50. Yeah. It was, it was getting pretty rough there. Uh, You mixed them up. Well, (laughs) if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind trying to stump you, uh, Esther. Oh yeah. Go for it. I have some, um, yeah, my brother and I, uh, on my Patreon, I'm not trying to, you know, get people to go to my Patreon or anything, but it's just kind of a fun game we play. I try to do sort of the same thing where I try to stump stump him with, with quotes. For example, I had like Richard Ramirez or Richard Simmons. And the key there is, that, you know, you know, Richard Simmons, right? Yeah, the exercise dude. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it, it's kind of hard, but you, tr- you try to find a, a sleazy quote from him, right? That would, that would try to throw you off. I've also done Ted Bundy or Ted Danson. So I, I try to do stuff like that, but... Um, I thought with this whole music theme, I do have um, some Charles Manson and some Marilyn Manson quotes. Oh, that'll be hard. Okay. You, you, saved, it's, you it's, saved the event for me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting because, well, apparently Marilyn Manson, I had to look it up. Like, I know his name's, because I don't really follow Marilyn Manson that much, but uh, he was born Brian Hugh Warner. And apparently he came up with the name by mashing together Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson. I thought that was just a rumor, but apparently that's true. So, I mean, I guess he's kind of into Charles Manson a bit. So that's cool. But um, there's been a lot of allegations of uh, uh, some sexual abuse and stuff like that coming out. I don't really follow Marilyn Manson that much, but uh, he's been in some trouble lately uh, with his past. So... You know, he's dabbling in the crime community a bit. And then, of course, like Charles Manson, famous cult leader. He's also uh, he was also musically inclined, right? Yes, he was. Uh, he was a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. He actually yeah. Um, knew the uh, some of the Beach Boys and wrote yeah. some songs for them or tried to give them. some. Song. I, I mean, they actually did hang out with them a little bit. At least a couple of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Wilson, I think, or something was one of them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so these guys have kind of crossed paths a bit, and they both said some some kind of cool stuff. Uh, love them or hate them, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go with the first quote here. When all of your wishes are granted, many of your dreams will be destroyed. Um, I'm going to say Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's a Marilyn Manson quote. So I try to make my voice deeper because, I don't know. <laughs> Did Charles Manson have a deep voice? <laughs> No, I don't think so. He was a really small guy. Remember when they finally caught him? He was hiding in a little cabinet under a sink. <laughs> oh, God. He's yeah. tiny. <laughs> uh, five foot two. Five foot two, I think. And also skinny, yeah. too. So that, that's, that's how tall I am. So that's pretty. You can't reach the top shelf. I know that. Yeah. You and Charles Manson. <laughs> Plenty of similarities, but that's just one of them. The height, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Don't treat the dogs like people. Treat the dogs like dogs. They are better than people. Oh, that kind of sounds like a uh, Charles Manson. That was Charles Manson. Yeah, you're two for two. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. <laughs> That's got to be Charles Manson, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. I thought that was actually a pretty good one. That's a good one. I could hear him say it too. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a role model. I'm a role villain. 
Oh, geez, that could be either one. Would Manson, I mean, would Marilyn call himself a villain? Hmm. I'll try Charles Manson. Oh, it was Marilyn. <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Is that, is that a lyric or is that something just said? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if any of these, yeah, I just saw that there, I just looked up Marilyn Manson quotes, but yeah, that's, okay. that's a good point. It could be from a song, but um, yeah. I guess he was villainized in the media. Like I, I went to high school, 96 to 2000. And I guess mm -hmm. that was sort of like the Columbine stuff was going on too. Yeah. And he was, he was pretty villainized in the, in the news. Oh yeah. I remember that. You're right. <clears throat> yeah. Could, yeah. That, that makes sense. Okay. Look down at me and you see a fool. Look up at me and you see a god. Look straight at me and you see yourself. Now, I know I've heard that before. And I have listened to some Marilyn Manson, so no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I can hear, I can kind of hear Charlie saying this because he liked to have these little how quotable things to say in the middle of all this word salad, like I was talking about. Um, I'm going to say Charlie Manson. Yeah, you're right. That, that was Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Could have easily been a quote from like the beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was, yeah. yeah. You're doing well. Scott, yeah, I think so you're four for five or something. Okay. Yeah, something like that. We live in a society of victimization where people are much more comfortable being victimized than actually standing up for themselves. You know, I'm going to have to say Marilyn Manson because I don't think the victimization, I think that's a newer kind of term maybe. So I'm going to say Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that was Marilyn Manson. That was, that's a good theory. Yeah. yeah. Charlie's old or was old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> He's not getting any older now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. He, he, he lived a long time though. Yeah, man. In his 80s. <clears throat> what a lifestyle. Presented well. <clears throat> okay. Sometimes I wonder if I'm a character being written or if I'm writing myself. Oh, geez. Um, Charles Manson? Ah, uh, Marilyn Manson. Ah. Like, I wrote Marilyn Manson there, and I'm like, I swear, was that Charles Manson? Did I miss that one? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Marilyn Manson that said that, though. Somebody Google I, that. I think <laughs> I think I included it because I'm like, that definitely sounds like something Charles Manson would say, right? Yeah, but, yeah, um, no, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> okay. Living is what scares me. Dying is easy. That's got to be Charles Manson. Yeah, totally Charles. Right. Yeah. I wonder if that was when he still was under under the death penalty. Because, you know, yeah, like, I know it, death penalty, and then, yeah, they, they well, California just uh, abolished it for a few years and then it came back. But in that yeah. time, everybody who was had gotten the, their their sentence were commuted commuted to life in prison, which is weird. So I wonder if that was when he was still near the death sentence. That would be interesting. Yeah, that totally to sounds add. like like an interviewer. <laughs> like he's not of, yeah, like, <laughs> Try to tell that, like he's, not, he's not afraid of the electric chair. Yeah, it was the electric yeah exactly. Chair. <laughs> it's crazy electric chair, man. That's oof. that's brutal. Yeah, what a way <laughs> to go. Um. Oh, that that was it for those. A little anticlimactic. Okay. I should have said that was the last one. Uh, yeah, you did very good. I think you got like eight out of ten or something. Oh, cool. Well, those, yeah, those aren't. They, most of them weren't easy. It was, I, I'm a good guesser. I'll put it that way. 
Are you familiar with the band um, Nickelback? A little bit. I have a story here. Um, uh, It says Florida man arrested for pretending to be Nickelback drummer. So, um, yeah, uh, it says, this is how you remind me. Uh, That's that's part of some lyrics from a song uh, that you shouldn't want to be mistaken for a member of Nickelback, especially if you plan to use his identity to order a bunch of musical equipment. So um, the TC Palm reported that police in in Port St. Lucie, Florida, arrested Lee Howard Koenig Tuesday on two felony fraud related charges. Uh, This was in 2017. So this 45-year-old was accused of using Nickelback drummer Daniel Adair's identity and trying to purchase approximately $25,000 in gear. According to an affidavit, Adair's identity was used to fraudulently order drum parts from a company in Vienna, Austria. Uh, Shout out to, uh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Several microphones were also ordered, according to the affidavit. Essentially, we place the order in Austria, I guess at this level of band, you have a lot of people that work for you, Detective Paul Griffith said of the alleged fraud. One of the people of um, one of the people in his group thought it was out of the ordinary when they were getting contacted as to confirming the order. So this Koenig guy allegedly identified himself as Daniel Adair with Nickelback and said he was looking for some microphones and tried to place an order uh, via an email. And um yeah, uh, this guy was also, he was in jail for three years for fraud in 2009. So, so what I don't year know, it made this? me think. Sorry? What year, was, what year did he do this? Uh, 2017. Okay, well, wasn't Nickelback way past their prime in 2017? Oh, God. Uh, I they're think still so. around now. They, they were very popular maybe 2002. I remember. Yeah, that's what I, say. I thought they were way earlier than that. So it's like, why would he pick that guy? Was it because nobody's going to know who he is? Or... <laughs> yeah. It is pretty random to choose that guy, right? But yeah, uh, yeah that made me think that that's sort of a, a decent scam, though, right? Because um, mm-hmm. these guys have a lot of different handlers and stuff. So it could kind of get lost in the mix if if you were just like, oh, I'm going to order $25,000 worth of, of microphones. Yeah. And, you know, like one of his people might just be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Just, I don't know, sending it to Austria might throw up a red flag, right? I don't know if they have any links to Austria, but yeah, he tried. And it's just, yeah, that's that's good. So I'm trying to picture, like, did he have to call them or send them an email? I think you said email, right? He did an email. Okay. So how do you do? I'm just wondering, because you can use any random name right i mean what was the thing that did he say hey this is whatever that guy's name was again uh from nickelback how are you today yeah <laughs> i'd like to order some microphones like how do you how, how do you like how do you roll out that scam like uh, that's that's just my question yeah that's that is kind of weird it didn't go into have, like, detail about that logo on the email or <laughs> like, <laughs> like come on you know me i'm I'm Daniel Adair from Nickelback. Like, um, I don't know. He could have picked someone a little more famous, maybe. It's my first yeah. time hearing of him, but. Oh, that's so funny. That's weird. Yeah, yeah that's that weird. A, that's some of the ba- a taste of a badass crime you might hear about on Excuse Me, That's Illegal.
thank you for listening. One other way you can support the show is by becoming a Patreon member. For as little as $2 per month, you can get all new episodes of Once Upon a Crime ad-free and hear them before anyone else. Patrons are OUAC superfans, and we show our appreciation for your support by giving you bonus episodes you can't hear anywhere else, as well as exclusive OUAC merchandise sent to you as a thank you. To find out more and join, go to patreon.com slash onceuponacrime. There's also a link on our website, truecrimepodcast.com. Thank you so much. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, so the last thing I was going to do here was, um, you know, we read you some lyrics from songs and stuff and talked a little bit about rock and how it had gotten blamed for some things. And there's been a lot of that. I mean, that started way early on. That started with like Elvis and friggin' Little Richard and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, there was Shaking, those the hips. <laughs> Shaking those <laughs> hips and driving the guys wild. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's going to corrupt your children and all this kind of stuff. Well, then, of course, as music evolved and you got some, there was a lot of uh, lyrics that I found, you know, when I was looking at like black metal music uh, lyrics and stuff, man, I, those are just gross. They're just gross. Like, if you ever looked those up, man, I, I was like, I don't want to read those. It's just <laughs> a lot of bodily fluids and like, you know, cannibalism and shit. It's like, no, thanks. You know, I don't know if I want to deal with that right now. So early in the morning. So, um. <laughs> Yeah. I found some that were a little bit more tame, but but even those we've had uh, this history of, you know, people blaming them for, you know, metal, rock, you know, music, all the stuff for for crime, for all kinds of things. So, you know, they it's pretty much gotten a bad rap. It's been blamed for really any number of social problems like drug use, uh, high school dropout rates, uh, vandalism teen pregnancy which is weird but especially especially it's it's gotten blamed for violence and even murder so i'm going to give you some real life examples of how rock and metal lyrics were blamed for real crimes um and this comes from an article called 10 heavy metal bands that were blamed for seriously heinous crimes and this was by um michael burden for an online um i think it's like a a band website like you know like a music website called the pit Okay. And this just was just recently, so should have a pretty good um, little variety here. Okay, and I'm going to read I'm gonna read some of his writing because he's, he's funny. Um, so the first band that got a bad rap was ACDC. And I'm a big ACDC fan. I've you know, seen them, not back in the day, but, you know, when they were old men, <laughs> but they were still good. <laughs> yeah. 
They're still good. Uh, they're still good. Um, he writes this. <laughs> He's talking about talking, you know, again, talking about this, uh, how he, they got blamed. It says worst fan ever. Infamous serial killer Richard Ramirez was an avid fan of Australian hard rockers ACDC. Um, the Night Stalker, it says, uh, it was claimed by police that he was known to regularly wear an ACDC t-shirt and left a hat with the band's logo at one of the crime scenes. I believe it was that very first one. It was in the garage um, when he he like ducked in when that girl was getting out of her car and then he hid and then went into the house. That was that yeah. was super creepy. That was a yeah, super that creepy rings story. a bell for sure. Because I think when he was trying to get, like she was closing the garage door and as he was ducking under it, it fell off and it was dark and he, I don't think he saw it. He could, he didn't find it or whatever. So yeah, that was there. It says the notoriety of Ramirez brought terrible publicity to the band, which became the target of parent groups in Los Angeles. So it kind of, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But I don't know. We like ACDC is pretty tame, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty mainstream for, yeah, in that way. Um, yeah, that's weird. Um, so that was what, but it was, it was quite a while, while back. So, you know, maybe that was hardcore back in those days. Oh my God, this one. <clears throat> and I was surprised to see this one on the list. Lincoln Park. Now, you know anything about Lincoln Park? Uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you anything about them, but like, I know some songs and stuff. They're, yeah. they're popular when I was in high school. I, I was never a huge fan, but. Yeah, they were, they're popular probably like the early 2000s. So this says Colorado serial killer and total fucking loser, Richard Paul White. <laughs> this is what he wrote. <laughs> Which I didn't know. I'll tell you about this guy because I didn't know anything about him. Richard Paul White has confessed to killing six people, three of which have been confirmed. He became known as the Lincoln Park Strangler after comments he made from jail stating, quote, I would listen actually to Lincoln Park before I would kill. And while I was killing, usually that music, Lincoln Park was on, end quote. Um. He's from Colorado. Lincoln Park is in Chicago. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he does, like Lincoln Park. When he said Lincoln Park Strangler, I thought it was going to be in the Chicago area, right? You know, like yeah. he's, he's in Colorado. That's, so that didn't make any sense. It's yeah. just kind of <laughs> like, whatever. You can't control what people find inspiration from, right? Like somebody yeah, could have right. invented something <laughs> while listening to Lincoln Park. I don't know. They could have. <laughs> Found the cure or it was just playing cancer. all the time. It was playing all the time. Then it just happened to be on. It wasn't like he picked it, right? On the radio, yeah. Yeah. So this is what I found out about Richard Paul White, just real quick. Richard Paul White was called Denver's Lincoln Park Strangler. See right there, that's confusing to me. Denver's Lincoln Park Strangler. Between 2001 and 2003, White strangled two women and shot a male coworker. The women's bodies were later found buried in a backyard. He was sentenced to three life terms for murder, rape, and torture. He was also sentenced to 144 years behind bars for sexual assaults on the other women, three other women, sorry, for on three other women who survived. So, wow. uh, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about that guy. It's weird. Um, like a real fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, now I never heard of that one either. That's that's interesting. Now, here's a band who's been blamed a lot of times, which I'm like, um, how dare you? as Metallica because I'm a huge Metallica fan. So here's a, here's a couple of examples of, of that. In 2002, a New, New Jersey man named Robert Pittich bludgeoned his mother with a dumbbell after she refused to buy him cigarettes. Later in the day, he randomly encountered an 11-year-old boy who he stabbed to death. Pittich had struggled with mental illness for years and claimed that Metallica's 1996 song, Ronnie, 
was a key component in his downward spiral saying, quote, I was drinking and I was out of it. That song was always in my head too. There was just so much pressure building up. I caved, end quote. Now that's not even like a really popular song. Of that <laughs> it's just one of those songs that's kind of B-side yeah. or something. You know? Oh man, he's really stretching for an excuse there. Like who, that, that's some brutal, uh, murders there right like oh i i don't think i've ever listened to that ronnie song but geez yeah i don't think that's gonna make you know i would just listen yeah. to it and be like okay move on with my day you know right exactly i grab a dumbbell can't get cigarettes it's like geez yeah um oh and another one of course this one you probably heard of um chris watts he's the one that killed his you know his wife and two daughters and put him yeah. in the oil drum thing yeah okay uh, Metallica were, were, was also cited as an inspiration for the aforementioned uh, Richard Paul White, and they were dragged into the triple murder case of Chris Watts it says, because that asshole Googled the lyrics to Battery before he killed his family. And then there was that. T- OK, so that's one of them. Um, and yeah, as a matter of fact, I cover kind of like the uh, remember that documentary that came out that had all of the video and stuff of, of him and his wife and the police when they came to the house and all that kind of stuff forget what it was called American murder or something like that. Um, and we, uh, Lauren and I talked about that one, but, uh, yeah, cause he was a big Metallica fan. And, um, as a matter of fact, his wife who he killed, who was not in any of that kind of music, she kind of splurged and got Metallica tickets and took them to a concert. I mean, that kind of shit. It's like, this guy's an asshole, man. Yeah. Um, and then he did it. There was, it was on his computer, his laptop or something was, that he had pulled up the lyrics to battery, which of course it's uh, one of the lyrics is uh, uh, battery cannot kill the family. Battery is found in me. So it says cannot kill the family. <laughs> so he didn't yeah, really. That. Apparently he <laughs> totally. mis- misheard that, I guess. Heard it, yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, maybe he Googled it after. I don't know, but he was, yeah, he was off the wall there. Um, there's the a couple other ones. He's the worst. <laughs> And then there was that time that Morgan Harrington went missing after a Metallica concert and was later found dead. So like, oh, Metall- you know, Metallica fan. They're like immediately uh, get Metallica fans killed or some crap like that. I don't remember yeah. exactly. I mean, that could happen at a Taylor Swift concert or something. You know what I mean? Like any concert. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then there was the West Memphis thing, because I mean, that was back in Satanic Panic days. They were like, oh, you know, Metallica, because I guess I don't remember if it was Damien or the guy used to wear Metallica T-shirts or something. So, yeah. And it just says some bands have all the luck. Um, and there's two more Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Ooh. This is interesting because there was actually a lawsuit filed against Ozzy um, in 1985. Uh, in 1985, the parents of John Daniel McCollum filed a lawsuit against Ozzy and CBS Records, claiming that the song Suicide Solution from Blizzard of Oz inspired their son to take his own life. The song, which featured lyrics such as Where to Hide, Suicide is the Way Out was placed under scrutiny, yet the case was ultimately dismissed. According to Ozzy, the song is about ACDC's Bon Scott, who died of acute alcohol poisoning in 1980. Um, so that was, yeah, it was interesting. But <laughs> this is the part I thought was kind of funny. Don Arden, Sharon Osborne, that's you know his wife, Sharon Osborne's father and Black Sabbath's former manager said this about the lyrics. And I wish, you know, even though Ozzy didn't say this, I could, I, for some reason I'm hearing this in Ozzy's voice, which... <laughs> You can't even decipher most of the time. But he says, to be perfectly honest, I would be doubtful as to whether Mr. Osborne knew the meaning of the lyrics, if there was any meaning. 
because his command of the English language is minimal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Uh, he was, I only kind of remember him for, from the reality show when he's obviously out of it now. He's like, Sharon. Um, he's always been that way. Yeah. Oh, even, <laughs> even when he was younger. When he, was he was always the same. It may be worse yeah. now, but pretty much the same. Oh man, yeah. I think he's like he snorted a line of like fire ants or something. Like yeah. he did, he's done a lot of weird. He's trying to show up. He's trying to show off to Motley Crue. Motley Crue was his like you know his opening band like way back in the day, and he's trying to show off because you know these young rockers. I show them how to party. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a madman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his 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 English language is minimal. He's British. I mean. He's English. He's like English. I'm like, what is he saying? It's so weird. Yeah. But yeah. He, he can't speak, but I don't know what that means. But yeah. Um, okay. Last one. This is uh, about the band Slayer. In March of 1996, 15 year old Elise Pollard's body was found near her California home. She was sexually assaulted and murdered eight months earlier by acquaintances Jacob Delishmut and J- Joseph Fiorella and Royce Casey. Who periodically returned to the okay, this is gross. Who periodically returned to the course to have sex with it. According to the perpetrators, they needed to commit an act of human sacrifice in order for their band hatred to possess the craziness to quote go professional. Mm. Now that is some crazy shit, you know. Like these guys, I don't know what they were into, but that was nuts. Um, yeah, it couldn't just be like pop- talent alone, right? That would get you there. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, there's this thing. There's this thing that these people that go down. It was like I just did one um, about this couple that they killed this guy because they thought, oh, well, then then we'll, we're sacrificing something to Satan. And then, um, you know, he'll make us immortal kind of thing. So there's this weird I don't know where this comes from, um, but there's this weird belief. And there was a whole lot of thing in that episode that um, that kind of vampire stuff and and becoming immortal and Satanism it was tied to like this very like obscure, like black metal music. So it's just really odd. And it was all in Germany too, which, you know, you can kind of see a little bit, um, but this was in California. These people were crazy. Um, and Slayer, I believe is Slayer's American, right? I don't know. I don't know where uh, people bro, come from. Definitely not Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, this lawsuit says Pollard's parents claim that several songs from Slayer's seasons in the abyss with the songs Postmortem and Dead Skin Mask, cited in particular, gave the killers instructions to, quote, stalk, rape, torture, murder, and commit acts of necrophilia on their daughter. They have attempted to sue Slayer twice, with both cases quickly dismissed. One of the killers, Jacob Delishmut, said in a later Washington Post interview, quote, the music is destructive, but that's not why Elise was murdered. She was murdered because Joe Fiorella was obsessed with her and obsessed with killing her. So he must have come clean later on. Like, yeah, it was all bullshit. Like, this was just this guy, you know, we followed along, I guess. I mean, that's always weird to me where you get these multiple killers doing this stuff together. It's like, it's weird enough for one person to come up with these, you yeah. know, ideas. And then, but, oh, let's get the whole gang involved. It's just really weird. Yeah, that is uh, crazy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a dominant personality that just gets people to go along with it. But yeah, to find another person that's that crazy to actually go along like to go through with something like people mm-hmm. do a lot of talking right but to actually follow through with something like that it's it's hard to find yeah. another person to go along with it 
Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, you talk about like the Columbine killers and, you know, other ones. There's always one you write that they say is dominant. And it'll say like, if it was, if they had never met, this would have never happened. Like this guy might have done something, you know, but maybe not to that extent. It was they kind of fed off each other, that kind of, you know, that kind of thing. And I think, you know, they'll they'll say things like it was just like this perfect storm of these two people coming together at this time. And, that, you know, otherwise the other person might have thought about it and whatever, and but never done anything, never acted upon it unless they had this other person. Yeah, um, it happens with couples like as madness. well. Yeah, like Minds of Madness. I'm just listening to their late, latest episode that just came out this week was Leonard Lake and Charles Ng, um, the killers up here in Northern California. They were the serial killers that had that torture shack and all this kind of yeah. stuff. I remember reading about them a long time ago. And it's interesting because he's talking about that, like how they met and you know, who each one was separately, you know, and then who they were together kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird. It's, pretty, it's a very odd thing. It's also crazy because now that you have the internet and stuff, it's easier to find like-minded people than it used to be. So that might happen even more often now. You find uh, people that are interested in the same stuff and, uh, you know, who knows what can what can uh, snowball from there, though. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's I guess maybe that's why they talk about like like lyrics and things or even not just lyrics, but like people that are out there that have these things to say. And then people start following that because, like you said, Internet's easy, easy access to all kinds of ideas about stuff, good and bad, you know. So um, then you find this whole group of people that are into that. And now, before you know it, they're t- chatting with each other online and now they're finding, you know, you find the the worst one <laughs> to connect with. Oh. But- First one's connectors. Even now, like say you go on TikTok or anything, like there's an algorithm. So you look up one thing and then you think like the whole world, oh, the whole world's talking about this, like oh the vaccine or like you know, anything like that. You start looking up a few things and then like everything on your feed is about that. And uh yeah, it really helps you become obsessed with with certain issues. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Uh, Yeah, I don't like how that goes. The only thing I get on TikTok is uh videos about French bulldogs doing funny things. and <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, though. Like, sometimes you'll watch one thing, you know, like, I'll, I'll watch something about, I, um, I don't know, just a chef, you know, reviewing something. Next thing I know, like, every other thing is just chefs. Yeah, you watch this guy shaving his butt for like a couple seconds too long. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you're in this crazy world. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what else am I gonna see? Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all it's all it's all dangerous out there Leroy so that's why we do what we do just we're yeah. We're, we're yeah we're just warning you guys we're exactly. a public service announcement that's exactly. all we are here don't shoot the messengers okay. <laughs> oh that was cool anything else you got before we wrap it up uh no not really that was yeah that was fun and so we've got one more we're gonna do um and this one we're gonna really just uh concentrate on some some criminals, right? Some, uh, we're going to do some criminals who maybe weren't the best at their craft. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. There's so many of them too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, so can't wait. I know. So that one's going to be really fun. So that's next week, but yeah, thanks once again for tuning in and, uh, thanks once again to you, Leroy, for helping me out here this week and, um, yeah, making me look better than I am because I was able to actually do pretty well in that that a guessing game yeah i don't know if that's you know if we should pat you on the back or that i just did a a poor job (laughs) we'll say that you're a master i guess 
at the craft. Yeah, master guesser. Master guesser, yeah. <laughs> like you said, 50, 50 shots. So let's not pat ourselves on the back too hard. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's not that difficult. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time then. Okay. Bye-bye now. Okay. Once again, I'd like to thank Leroy Luna for co-hosting this episode. Check out his hilarious podcast, Excuse Me, That's Illegal, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Links are in the show notes. Follow us on all our social media channels, including TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also watch us on YouTube. All the links can be found on our website, truecrimepodcast.com. Don't forget to get your tickets to CrimeCon in London to meet me on Podcast Row. Go to crimecon.co.uk to get all the info and register. And don't forget to use our offer code ONCEUPON to claim your discount. I'll be back next Monday with another April Fool's episode, and I hope you'll join me then. Once Upon a Crime is written and produced by me, Esther Sanchez Ludlow. My production assistant is Lorena Garcia, and additional research for this episode was provided by Emma Battaglia. Until next time, be good to one another. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.